there you are. I've been looking for you. Welcome to another jam-packed edition of your favorite podcast. It's a little thing we like to call... The Midweek War! Ooh, you put a little spice on it this week. That was mm-hmm. some funky, funky stuff. Hey, uh, this is your old pal in the mainstream media here to talk some NXT with uh, my good pal over there in Poughkeepsie, New York. That's right, land of the crying shortstops. It's Mad Mike. What's up, Mike? All right. First of all, don't lump me in with Mets fans, all right? Oh, I'm sorry. That's offensive. <laughs> it's deeply offensive. That is offensive. I lived in the Bronx, sir. That is offensive. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's NXT time. The build-up to TakeOver Brooklyn, which I will be at, and I'm so, so excited for it. That's right. It was NXT this week here on Wednesday night on the uh, WWE Network, or as I like to call, Get to Know NXT Jobber Night on the WWE Network. <laughs> uh, Mike, let's do things the way we like to do them. First, let's start off with one word for this week's episode of NXT. Um, read the lower third, Matt. My one word is bullfit. Explain. I will. I will. I will. I. I just not now. Just not now. I'm saving it. Saving it. Oh, you gotta, you gotta oh, lay it out. Oh my god. It's so good. Very good. All right. Well, Jesus. My my one word. Jobbers. I know all of them hey, were you jobbers. Know what? Enhancement. I'll be nice. I was gonna say not all of them were jobbers. I recognized one of those fuckers without asking Amy. One of them was more talented than the rest of them, that's for sure. It's a damn shame to see him wasting away. But you know what? I have high hopes for one of them. We'll talk about him in a little bit. We're probably talking about different people. That's going to be interesting. We'll see how this goes. All right. <laughs> um, let's um, let's get to our good for this week. Mike, and I'll let you go first because I'm dying to hear your explanation of uh, oh, Bullfit. My, oh, <laughs> my good is Bull Dempsey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> WWE has reached in their pantheon of Hidden gem characters like Avatar, like Techno Team 2000, like Mantar, like Man Mountain Rock, and they have pulled out someone who I who I can identify with. And that man is Bull Dempsey. Because that man, he loves his snacks. He loves going to the gym. He tries to combine them around Saved by the Bell in the 80s graphics. And... I mean, he, he took all the good. He took the fun stuff from Bastion Booger. He took the fun stuff of Vince's training sessions with Shane. He <laughs> took the fun stuff of Kurt Angle's goddamn chicken suit. And he combined it into a magical package that involves Saved by the Bell, kind of. And it's it, it's so, so good. Bull Dempsey is a damn miracle. Uh, he's the most miraculous thing to happen on WWE television this side of the new day. This shouldn't have happened. Nope, this should not it work. Is, and we're all better for it. Yeah, so. this this should not work. But oh my god, does it work? This is like this is like if you've watched the ESPN sixty about NXT. This is like Ray LaPon going in and saying, I don't know if this Adam Rosling is going to catch fire. <laughs> like, this is exactly that. Like That, that conversation definitely happened in oh Bull my Dempsey's God. brain. I, I don't know if this is a good wait. idea. 
I cannot wait until he actually re-debuts under this gimmick. Because if he's just a heavy Simon Dean, oh, please let him be a heavy Simon Dean. Or if he wants to be, like, a fat DDP <laughs> and try to push Bullfit as DDP Yoga, oh, my God, I would love it so much. Um, I'll sneak this little mention in here, but I believe on the uh, Investors Conference call this morning, the um, WWE folks told everybody that they're going to be doing some like NXT centered documentary series on the network, some behind the scenes stuff. So I think you're going to get a little bit more of that E60 flavor. Um, even though the E60 so. special was off the page. I don't know. I mean, WWE is good. We'll see what happens, but it but should be amazing. The only thing that sucked about the E60, and I hope they get into this on the network specials, no divas. Well, who knew? I mean, I didn't know oh, there was, yeah. they didn't know there was going to be a diva revolution. Stephanie McMahon had not informed them yet, so well, no, she but had I mean, not yet could, saved women's wrestling, Mike. So you, <laughs> ESPN was not privy to that information. But you could have had ESPN do like Paige's story because Paige's story is amazing. Anyone who's heard any interviews with her, like she was on Jericho, I think her story yeah. is fantastic. Well, we we see her on Total Divas, and you're right; it's amazing. Every day is amazing. <laughs> Page. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, here's well, my. Good well, you're good. Talking about the girls. Here's a good point. Here's a good chance to talk about something. Since we're talking about the ladies, Mike, my good this week. That Dana Brooke. I think she's gonna make it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, I, was, I was sad that it didn't that the match didn't drag out a little bit longer. But I was like, you know what? She's in the ring. She's hanging with Charlotte. This is awesome. These dude. girls are getting nasty. They're like having a a big old slap fight in there. They're like beating each other up. Charlotte's pulling her knee pad down to pound her. Dana's like clubbering in the corner. Awesome. When Dana Brooks in ring catches up with her character, she is going to be next level. She's going to be next level because her character is on point. And Matt, her promo before the match, where, where she wasn't going to head Pat Devin, she walked away, then came back and said, psych! And head padded Devin. I right. the the match between Devin Taylor and Dana Brooke is going to be nuclear heat. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a main event anywhere in the country. Everywhere like, in the country. Just like another thing too, like just like the sight of like you know Charlotte, like eight foot tall Charlotte versus you know slightly shorter Dana. Dana does not look overmatched. She's got this. I mean, she's not short. You know, Charlotte's just freakishly tall um but i mean it's just cool to see like her you know physically she did not look out of place you know it's just i'm excited um what else can i say you do you dana you're doing it you're doing it you're proving us all wrong and it i think it helps that she has emma out there with her no doubt because emma emma is tapped in right now like the women heels on nxc are tapped in yeah, and they get they get booed and everything. It's great. Oh, and we we will get to Although the other. Dana yeah. had some bizarre cheering section this week. <laughs> what was going um, on? Yeah, well, Is the family was in town. I don't know. Um, let's. I um, assume it was Gronkowski. <laughs> the Mojo Raleigh section was also supporting Dana. Why not? Um, let's do. Uh, what's your bad from NXT this week, Mike? Uh, my bad this week. Hmm. I. It's tough because there were a lot of 
All right, my bad is how many matches there were. Okay. There were there were six matches, Matthew. There were six. not all of them were very long. Though. No, not all. And obviously, but still, six matches on a one-hour show. I think there were six matches last week too. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. It was I mean, a lot of stuff, but I mean, at least we're getting a lot of what well, the, the the thing is. Some of these matches are going seemingly nowhere. So. Well, some of the matches are just to remind us that certain people exist. I know. I.e. Baron Corbin. Oh, dear. You went there? But, yeah. Um, now, Matt, this is the guy that I saw that I recognized. I'm like, oh, hey, this might be a little different. And you may not remember him because I don't know how long you've been watching Impact Wrestling. But that's <laughs> Jesse goddamn Sorensen. I was going to mention I was going to be like, hey, look, Baron Corbin versus... Jesse Sorensen? <laughs> really? Like that? There he is. That guy, that guy was the guy who almost got killed in Impact. By DJZ. Like, burr, 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 burr. But yeah, yeah. Almost. Like, I'm like, what is he doing in NXT? I mean, welcome. Sorry, it's Baron. Like, if yeah, they can put Jesse Sorensen and Elijah Sampson, that's a team I want to see. Well, I, I, mean, think, you know, I, I, I have no idea what Jesse Sorensen was doing on NXT this week. I don't know if he just popped in. I mean, doing the blue pants deal or if this is a real thing and he's on the payroll and he's going to start doing things for him. You know, yeah, we, we it, he did a thing and he took a move or two and they apparently you get paid for these things in professional <laughs> wrestling, Mike. That's a good deal. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, all right. Let me do my bad. And uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're upset about this, and maybe you're not, Mike. But uh, li- listen, Enzo Amore, you're the weak link. We all get it. I'm tired of having this beaten over the head with this. All right, I've seen the Enzo Big Cast match enough times. I'm ready for something different. I'm tired of watching this same match every single time, Mike. Enzo's been getting in a lot more offense, though. He's getting a little bit of more offense, but it's the same damn match every single time. Let's see something different. I know Enzo can do more than what he's showing. I know Cass can do more than what he's showing, but they're in this formula. They are locked into this formula. Um, and if it goes where if it go if it's going where it appears to be going, I don't like where that's going either because I don't want them to break up. Oh no, I don't think they're the other break one's up. awesome. I don't think that's where it's going. Up. No, that's I don't where think this so. story. That's inevitably where this story leads. So they need to change this, change what they're doing before they lose to somewhere else, someone else, like the Full Sail Wrecking Crew or whoever that team was tonight. <laughs> you mean Dash and Dawson? Them too. Double Dash D. and Dawson. Uh, I, I mean, I like Enzo and Cass. I do. Uh, they can't win all the time. They they can't like. And plus, you know, I think it. I think this is a like a speed bump, so that when Enzo and Cass win the tag titles in Brooklyn, which I think will happen, I still think it'll happen. I don't know. You Mike. Have, you it's have, not looking good right now. You have Dash and Dawson coming out, kind of like a Blake and Murphy saying, "Hey, we beat you guys. We should get a title shot." Like I, I think that. No, I, I mean, when, when Blake and Murphy, <laughs> Dash and Wilder are basically like. 
doing exactly the exact same thing as Blake and Murphy. Blake and Murphy randomly won this match, got a tag title shot, and were like instantly champions. Yes. Like that, you know? I don't know. I'm not, hey, no, no, no problem with actually, you know what? Yes, problem with that. Can I do my uh, change now? Sure, like, you can you do your to, change. Did you do your bad yet? Did you? Uh, you I did, did my bad. bad. You can do I your change. I did my bad. I'm going to do my change, all right? Okay. Listen, these tag teams need gimmicks, all right? I'm tired of it. All right, Blake and Murphy, bless their hearts, are trying everything in the book. Their gimmick is Alexa Bliss follows them around, okay? They're not doing anything else, all right? Dash and Dawson aren't doing anything, all right? Jordan and Gable, all right, there's something there. There's clearly a, 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 a germ of a gimmick that is there for Menting. But these guys need something more. All right, they got to do something more. They've got these. Clearly, these are talented professional wrestlers who will form reasonably proficient tag teams. But you got to give me something, Mike. Okay, no, all right, I'm, I'm with you on that. But at the same, uh, all right, Becky Lynch wasn't built in a day, Matt. No, no, sir, she was not. I, I mean, and they're they're t- remember this is developmental. Yeah, I know it yeah. is still developmental and. There are gimmicks. But you know what? Also, there are a lot of guys who come in a little more fully formed than um, than some of these tag teams too. And these tag teams seem to just go out over and over and over again until finally they decide, oh, now Dash and Dawson, now you will win, and you will become relevant. And that's not, you know, they need a little bit more flavor, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm like when, when they rolled out Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze was a character; he had a deal. When they rolled out Adam Rose, Adam Rose had a character; he had a deal. Even when they rolled out Baron Corbin, granted, there's very little below the surface, right. but there was something there to hang wait, your hat on. Wait, wait what's bastards, there? Those, what's poor, there like, these poor bastards don't even get a cool entrance. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fair. At least you could give them a cool entrance. Give me something. But if they give them a cool entrance, like, then at then least. If you give them a cool entrance, then it's not as surprising when they win. I think that's the point of it. Like, Dash and Dawson should be surprising Enzo and Cass with a win because they seem like already in the ring. Like, they seem like a job or tag team. But that's why it works. That's why Blake and Murphy coming out of nowhere to win the tag straps worked because they were a know-nothing team. And now, you know, they have Alexa Bliss. She's leading them around. It's They're kind of doing what the Kingdom's doing in ROH. Uh, a little bit. They, they kind of are. Except, like, there's no romantic involvement, it seems, except maybe between Blake and Murphy. But, <laughs> but I not mean, that there's anything wrong with that. No, of course not. Not that there's anything wrong um, with any of that. Yeah, but, but, yeah, they won the titles, and then they got... <laughs> The entrance, and then they got the valet, and then they got everything else. It's kind of a little listen, bit bad. Listen, Matt. First, you'll get the gold, then you'll get the entrance, then you'll get the diva. Okay? Then you get the money, and then you get. The, okay, I got you. I know where you're going with this, Dario. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, what's your. Um, what, did you give me a change? No, Let's do a my, change for you. my change. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't think I would have had that Kevin Owens match. No, I don't think I would have had because you don't like squash. No, it, it's not that. Kevin Owens is not a guy you need to remind people is there. Kevin Owens is probably the most present character in WWE at this point. Like everyone, everyone knows who Kevin Owens is. Everyone does. We could have done something to maybe push a direction for Baron Corbin. 
Um, we could have done anything else. We could have maybe set a, set up another match for TakeOver because as of right now, they only have two matches and they haven't even announced who Tyler Breeze is facing yet. They haven't even, they have yet to tell Tyler who he's facing, even though all of us know. So it's just kind of hilarious to watch. By the way, um, I also want to see William Regal's carrier pigeons. Yeah, I want to also. Um, <laughs> Breeze has no manners. Regal yep. uses carrier pigeons. Mm-hmm. Upset Tyler Breeze sounds ridiculous. He needs to sound more like Zoolander, Mike. He needs to hang on to that voice, man. Uh, I don't upset. think so. I think he's moved beyond Zoolander. Hello, Regal. All right, anyway. Yeah, I know. Also, I, also uh, we're in agreement that Regal's carrier pigeons are named Squire Dave Taylor and um, Oliver the Earl, the Earl of Eaton. The Earl of Eaton, yes. <laughs> they have to be the names of the carrier pigeons. How many of you all out there remembered that? The Blue Bloods? Anyone? Too bad, there's, too bad there's no old WCW Saturday nights because they're on every single episode. Oh my god, no, you never were. <laughs> no, they're great. Because they, they, come, they, out have, the fo- they, because have, they come out through the Terminator ripoff fog machine and like Regal and Taylor are like blowing the smoke away. Oh, what's this smoke? It's fantastic. Mayhem audience, listen to me. Listen to a former WWE employee who's had to watch many a WCW no. Saturday night. No, 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 no. no, no, don't, no, no, no Matt, don't, Matt. No, you tell them Matt, this. Matt, you don't want to watch WCW Saturday night. You just want to listen to it. Because <laughs> it's the mothership. Yes, because of Dusty Rhodes' commentary. Literally, do anything else. Anything else you want in the world. Just don't watch it, but listen to it. Because Dusty Rhodes. Oh, oh, daddy. Oh, oh daddy. daddy. Dusty Rhodes, okay. baby. Uh, awesome. Saturday night. And you'll be talking about the mothership and the pay window until you're blue in the face. After <laughs> and, and Atlanta Braves games. And okay. Atlanta Braves games. Dusty worked for NXT, so this is not a wild tangent. It's just no, a tangent. No, of course not. Um, what did you think of Jordan and Gable this week? I love it. I love it. It's like they want to make a sequel to Revenge of the Nerds, but they don't have any of the nerds. <laughs> it's like if this was just like the Beta House prequel of Revenge of the Nerds. Do you think they want to go full angle ripoff with Gable? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do you think he can pull it off? Yeah. He was definitely... If I squinted, it kind of looked like a long-haired young Kurt Angle for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if he if he just had a carton of milk... Oh, yeah, he's right <laughs> there. Because you could, you could make it Kurt Angle and Shelton Benjamin. Like, you can literally just... Do that. You could. Because it works. Yeah. It absolutely works. Um, by the way, the jo- the jobber I was going to point out, Elias Sampson. I know. I, yeah, I, I, I knew it. Sure every, time this, every time this dude is on TV, I'm blown away. He gets better and better. I'm just waiting for him to pull the trigger on something. Apparently, um, he plays the guitar on the house shows at the Armories. It's <laughs> a lot of heat um, because he's playing ridiculous songs in the Armories. It sounds fantastic. I can't wait for this to get on TV. Um, uh, I will if patiently... Only, if only he could play like an organ grinder and follow the vaude villains down to the ring. No, no this guy's a strummer. He's a... He's a uh, <laughs> what, what is he? What is he? Oh, shoot, I forgot what is... What, what, what is uh, 
tagline. He's the uh, he's the wanderer. No, he's the uh, he's the vagabond. He's the, the X Man. He? He's the drifter. He's the drifter. The drifter. <gasps> oh my god! You have to pair him up with Baron Corbin then. I, I, I've seen pictures of him like outside the arenas, just like leaned up against the. Well, the fans are lined up. He's leaned up against the wall. And he's just strumming his guitar. This guy's a hobo. It's going to be great. <laughs> all right, I've I'm got down. high hopes. All right. I'm already. I'm high already. In. Um, okay, Eva Marie backstage interview decides it's time to call out Sasha Banks <laughs> after one match. I chuckled and I said, "You're going to get killed, girl." <laughs> you got to admit she's ambitious. She's going to get killed, Mike. Right? Yeah, I know. It's is this a misdirection, great. or are they going like directly? Are they like skipping no, go? I, I going think, directly to. No, I think it's going to be a misdirect. Okay, <clears throat> because um, honestly, after like, I, we still don't know where they're pushing Eva. If they're pushing her heel or face, I assume heel, but there are a lot of heel NXT women. I will tell you that the second she steps in the ring with Sasha Banks, she's the heel. Of course, obviously. Okay. I mean, the, the second almost anyone besides Bailey and Charlotte step in the ring with Sasha Banks, they're the heel. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a feud with Blue Pants if they decide to sign Blue Pants. Because then you can have all red everything versus Blue Pants. Red versus blue. I know. Yes. It'd be awesome. Hashtag rights itself. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike, we are nearly out of our time and we didn't say word one about the main event. Tell me about the main event. More uh, tag team action. There was so much tag teaming on this show. Chivalry is not dead, Matthew. Chivalry is not dead. Go on. Alexa Bliss did what she said she was going to do. She helped her boys the kingdom. I mean, Blake and Murphy. <laughs> she helped them retain their tag titles. And then the villains, angry and manly though they are, attacked Blake and Murphy after the match and Alexa was in the ring with them. And Alexa was very scared. The villains circled her and they were ready to pounce. Looking manly. And Aiden English said no. And they begrudgingly held the ropes open for her (laughs) so she could leave. (laughs) Oh! So manly. Oh, oh my heart. Oh, it was so good. And the best part, the best part, even after that, Alexa walked up. She's like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. And she said, you both are pathetic and uh-huh. slapped them both in the fucking face and left. The I, uh, best ending to an NXT tag title match we've ever had. Ever? Yes. Ever. Hyperbole. Well, let's end it on the hyperbole, Mike. That was pretty strong. Um, we want to thank all you folks for listening. We want to remind you, this is one of four Midweek War podcasts we do for you every week. So you can break it up and listen to it at your leisure, all at once, however you want to do it. TNA, ROH, NXT, Lucha, we do it all. So get yourself to the WrestlingMayhemShow.com. WrestlingMayhemShow.com, I should say. You don't want to confuse it with the, you know, the extra thing. You know what I'm doing. Yeah. Go there, find out how you can... Get hooked up to subscribe, rate, review, do all that good stuff. So you never, ever miss an episode of The Mid-Week War Again.